the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. What? Calvin's not going to put the you're going to put the gloves on. Yeah. yeah oh my goodness. It's not cold enough for gloves. Oh man. Take those gloves off. I know I, you're going to make Milton. I'm looking at Milton with his short sleeve shirt on. Yeah. I'm getting colder and colder. I'm going to go with Calvin on this one. On a blustery, freezing day here in the tundra it's, of Millburgers, we're broadcasting live on the porch. You know, just it's a, refreshingly cool. Isn't oh, it? Well, yes. the forecast is for it to be warm today, yeah. but uh, the uh, mid such a dreary look at this point. Yeah, I'm guessing it'll burn off, um, but maybe not. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't remember. Where's my heater? Oh, do you want me to turn it on? I don't see it. it. I put it in the corner. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he was only nice to you for one day. Yeah, yeah. he had it on <laughs> yesterday. It was your birthday one day. Everybody know. woke up here and said, Hey, it's nice here. <laughs> they were standing to the back to the heater. Yeah, it's a nice heater. puts out a lot of heat. But do you want it? I'll put it on. No, no, okay. no, no. I'll no, set no. it up I'm again. Fine. I got my coat. I got one in the truck if you need one. And I got one in my truck, too. So we're okay. okay. No, it feels nice out here. He's in a short sleeve shirt. His children are in short sleeve shirts. Of course, Trace is then in a sweatshirt, so I can't really use him as an example. But and it's the wrong color too. No, it's just right. Actually, it's it's more of a Tennessee orange than a UT. Oh, orange. Is that right? Yeah, if you want to oh, be upset Tennessee about it. Tennessee orange is a little lighter. Orange. Yeah, a little lighter, a little brighter. Okay. All right, 308-8867 is our number. You can give us a call and be a part of the show. 308-8867. Toll free at eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I got some people who uh, uh, contacted me yesterday and said our conversation with Bjorn was fun. They, they liked <laughs> with who? Bjorn. They were oh. Like, oh, y'all are having so much fun with Bjorn. Um, <laughs> He's fun to talk to. Yeah, but you give us a call and we'll talk to you. Find out. He's a good Minnesotan. Yes. What's going on in your gardening world? And, and he's obviously Scandinavian. Yeah. Why? Oh, he, Bjorn. <laughs> he didn't go for that big screen TV for my birthday, did he? It hadn't arrived yet? Yeah. No, then probably he, he, not. He said, keep thanking that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but uh, uh, Calvin's article in yesterday's paper was good. Got some pretty pictures with it. How to deal with winter freeze. And uh, he answered the most, the most popular question that we've been getting for the last couple of weeks since the hard freeze. And that uh, they want to. Everybody wants to cut things back, 
and they want to know when to cut things back, and we tell them just to wait. I got a, a note from uh, Curtis Holman, uh, and he said that uh, a lot of his stuff that froze back is sprouting out now, already sprouting out. That's what Steve, uh, Stephen here, that, that I ran into at the nursery, uh, he said that his stuff is, is as bronze is already sprouting. Like, yeah, yeah. Mine doesn't look like it's... <laughs> going to sprout for months, you know. <laughs> well, there, I was looking when I was walking in. They've got some Esperanza transplants. I doubt if they took those in or even covered those, but they got uh, lots of green leaves on them, and they're sprouting out. So, uh, But, you know, the first sunny, really spring-like day, then people will, will get that urge. Yeah. The hormones will flow in. This kind of this kind of dreary weather is, uh, you know, you still think, still think winter, and you relate to those fro- frozen days, and yeah, but it won't take long. People will want to cut everything back. It's a minute, minute we get a little, fr- uh, little warm, sunny, warm. Well, we always tell people to remember the rodeo weather. Mm-hmm. However, last year we didn't have any rodeo weather. It was all fair and pretty, and everything looked nice. And uh, so, uh, but just wait till uh, just uh, not it's not not gonna slow your growth down uh, to wait. In other words, you know, just be patient and wait till you see sprouts, and then cut everything above above the sprout. Uh, don't cut it real close to the sprout. I mean, you if you cut it, a lot of times people cut it flush up against a sprout and you kill the sprout. Ooh, I'm, I'm talking about the bud sprout up uh, up on the tree, but um, I, I imagine a lot of a lot of our citrus and stuff is going to be sprouting from the ground. When yours died, uh, did it, your sprout from the ground? The, the limes. Right the, ground? The, limes. Li- the limes are going to. That's what they did last time. I hope they do it this time. Okay, and they sprouted from the ground. Yeah, and they look cause, because they look like the whole top is yeah better than a doornail. The lemons, though, have some, looks like live wood. Is that right? Through the Good. plant, yeah. Uh, that lemon is, you know, we have, of course, we talk about cold, cold hardiness and can take more cold and everything. And when we're talking the difference between a satsuma and a lemon, we're only talking three, three or four degrees. Yeah. Uh, that's what people don't seem to understand. But that lemon is... Uh, is is showing showing off you know uh, uh last year our, our, we had a little cold temperatures i always i always grouped lemon and lime in the same category but they're not in the same category lime's a lot tenderer than than lemon is and of course that three or four degrees what makes it more significant than it sounds like is that it's right around 32 or right. 30 degrees or so you know right. you go, you go three or four degrees in that neck of the woods. There, yeah. It is significant because you you're likely to get some of those days almost every winter, uh, and w- which won't affect the satsuma most of the time, but might affect the land. Yeah. We've got a real good uh, showing of uh, at the greenhouse where we where we had actually established uh, citrus in the ground. And we had uh, lemon, 
We're, we're, we're celebrating my second day of birthday with uh, with uh, caramel. I uh, know uh, kettle corn, which is one of my favorite deals. At Jerry, at at Jerry's radio. age, you want to celebrate every day. There you go. But uh, what do they say? <laughs> Live every day. <laughs> Like it's your last. How many months does he have till he's your age? <laughs> but it, anyway, uh, uh, you want, what was I talking about? <laughs> I, I can get away with that. But any, anyway, like like I said, just wait to things sprout, and you you don't you won't lose any time or whatever. And uh, if you cut them off now, you can. You can uh, cause early sprouting uh, or more tender growth, and uh, like I said, if we who was it said we didn't Calvin say we're gonna have another freeze in February? I was just warning, learning, alerting everybody. Somebody yesterday did did say yeah that it's likely likely we'll have another freeze. I think that was you, Kevin. You that could have been. <laughs> I'm saying that it's not. It's not unheard of to for oh, us. Oh no, well, especially during the rodeo, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of cold weather. Uh, you talk about that rodeo weather. Do you remember the the year when they were um, making ditches and and building? Oh and was yeah, to, to channel the water, the, out of the, the heavy rains out of the. Uh, <laughs> I know what I was talking about. I was talking about the uh, the comparison of. Uh, uh, lemon frost oh, yeah. and, and orange frost over at the greenhouse, the ones that are grown in the ground. It didn't take a leaf off that uh, orange frost, and it defoliated that lemon frost. Huh. So uh, it's it's not as hardy as we. we it it it's not as good as a regular giant a lemon, but uh, we were hoping that we would have a hardier lemon. And well, it could uh, be. I, I it's just not as good as the as that Satsuma, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's it's gonna come back like it it just defoliated it. And uh, as mu- as much as that thing produces, it's kind of like uh, uh, it has. A, I think it has the cold, the same cold tenderness as does a uh, bumper. But uh, I've seen bumper defoliate. And come back and have fruit the first year. Yeah, my my bumper's got a few lingering leaves on it, but it mostly defoliates. Yeah, uh, I think it's right along with uh, a lemon frost. But uh, like I said, it's such a prolific bear, even even after it defoliates. Which the the books always say, or history tells us, that if a citrus defoliates. It won't have fruit that next year, which makes sense because you know it's it got, gotten rid of its uh, well, storage. Spe- especially those limes because they they'll put they'll grow back to those in the containers like I have will grow back to full size. They just won't have any fruit this year. But uh, no no limes this year. No limes this year. Oh man! They may start bloom. They if I remember right, they started blooming. In the fall, the last time they did this, but everything, you know, you never know. This is a kind of a new adventure every time you have a freeze like this. <laughs> Those limes, they they're, have to be protected, but uh, they sure are good. You, I'm still eating yours that you gave me with my, my tea. 
Well, I, and, I uh, they're they're getting a little soft now. They yeah. get they're they're they want to found, go, go I, away. I found a cup a couple. Uh, I was looking for some lines there, and I found a, a couple, and I, you know, they're kind of the skin was kind of uh, brown and tough. I cut them, but gosh, they're just they're as juicy. fragrant and just they're as juicy. good. Yeah. So anyway, those are good limes. Now, now yours are the Mexican limes. Yeah. Is that what yours are? Yeah, they. That's the one with thorns. Yeah, they get green and then they yellow, turn yellow, yellow pretty yellow. quick. Or light yellow, yeah. But anyway, Kevin makes a lot of good points in there. If you saw it in uh, yesterday's paper, uh, like I said, in sports uh, edition. And uh, so if you didn't get see that, pick up a copy. And let's see, we never... I had, hesitate to mention it because everybody always says that that uh, they don't like for us to talk about what's in the paper because they can't see it on the internet. And you, you work, you worked with that several times to see if see if they could go get it off of uh, Express News deal. What, what, what did we decide that you have to join or? Yeah, I think we did. Didn't we, Milton? Like yeah, that? Uh, Milton, both Milton and I did a independent inquiry. I. I think there's a limited time that you can see it. Oh, and they have a, of course, they always have a paragraph lead-in that you can see. But are these your articles we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that. Well, how hard would it be to get a copy and put it on Plant Answers? That's that's rumbling around in my head. I was I was just thinking that when I was talking to Kevin. I have a good idea every once in a while. <laughs> Maybe for our listeners. Maybe you could, uh, when you send them into the paper, you could send them to me. And I could just have them put on plant answers. Would the well, paper can, complain about in, that? In, uh, yeah, in case the Express News is listening, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, as, as you well know, Jerry, there's always a question of who owns the, the articles. And I, I think we've they've always... Um, well, agreed you, that we you, own our we yeah. own our articles. If you weren't getting paid that big salary, that wouldn't be a problem, Kevin. That's right. If I <laughs> if I was being paid that big salary, that wouldn't be a problem either. People, people, people always. When I was on radio and TV and newspaper, they they couldn't believe that we weren't getting paid for that. And I said that part of our job was extension service. But uh, so well. What, what is our excuse now that we're uh, retired? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd say something dedicated to. Yeah, de- uh, dedicated. Yeah, dedicated to, to educating the public. Education of the of the of the of the people. So that, I see that the uh, ta- tasks, the uh, things to do, is back in there. The, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's by Neil's article. Oh yeah, here it is. I didn't see it. Thank you for that. Was it right? <laughs> what? What? Was it right? What the things to do? You read the yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wrote it, so I think it's right. <laughs> it's still time to plant broccoli, chard, cabbage, onion. Tri- you got onion transplant? I have onions. Yes. You the man. Broccoli uh, broccoli's limited. 
Yeah, I saw I saw the uh, broccoli, cauliflower, and spinach out there. See that yep. guy find you about the broccoli? Uh, that's uh, not. He said, "Is it too late to plant broccoli?" It's, no, uh, it's a good time. It's okay. cl- we're getting close. I mean, you. Of course, it's not. You don't get this, the same kind of yield that you do when you plant it in October. But no. But, but this, uh, this broccoli was chosen because it produces quick. in the spring. Well, the the. the it always, uh, I always remembered the cauliflower being so slow, but the last two years, the cauliflower was just, was just uh, ripe shortly after the broccoli. So. Yeah, it all depends on the weather. Yeah. But so the, uh, you, you, the, the problem with the cauliflower, uh, especially if you get into a warmer spring, is that it starts having purple, purple discolorations on the curds, the 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 white of the cauliflower. And uh, people go nuts. They think it's poisonous or something. Always like that. reminds me of an ink stain. Yeah, it, it looks like that. an ink stain. But it re- I tell them it's more nutritious because that's uh, anthocyanins. Uh, you know, I was heart pigment. You're talking about the onions too. That uh, still plenty of time to get them in. Uh, I, I was harvesting some green green onions, and they really haven't done much growing this year. The, yeah, the onions, not like. Seems like we would have uh, in past years that the, this but, time. But they've I mean, been established in a root system. Yeah. Uh, so get those onions in. A lot of choices: red, white, yellow. Two reds, two whites, and three yellows. Back in the old days, before before Trey started bringing them in in November, onions in November, February was the. Recommended planting time for onions. I, I remember. Trade. I remember those days. Oh, do you really? And then why we, did you start bringing them in in November? You started recommending them uh, planting earlier. <laughs> I think that was Calvin. I wouldn't have done that. Oh, I, I we and uh, I, I remember a few years where I, you know, I kind of got adventurous and planted them in January and was wondering <laughs> how how they do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They do, yeah, they do but fine. It all depends on the weather. All depends on the winter. But I'm I'm anxious to see how many, see if if we have a lot that uh, flower or bolt. And English peas, I think you still still can plant English peas. I think carrots, radishes, beets, oh turnips, yeah. yeah. I think all of them will do do fine too. Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk to Trace about what's coming up, what's coming hey, to the Hey, where'd plant of the week go? Weekend. Weekend. I think I sold it. All right. But I, got, but, it. I got, but I got more. All right. Oh. And I, I left I, it right there. And I, during the break, I'll tell you more about... Uh, it's so, it was so little. You Cal- know, yeah. Maybe it's lost. <laughs> Calvin's article in the, uh, in the, uh, on MySA.com. All right, 308-8867 is the number, 308-8867. He's getting to be a whiz in that research. I know it. Give us a call, and uh, we'll uh, talk gardening with you at 308-8867. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. 
today. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We changed our name to Delightful Decors, blind shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get Get delighted with with Delightful delightful Decors. Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 620. 24 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. Jay Sekula sees big changes with Trump in office. The abortion industry knows here, Jordan, that they are in real trouble under this administration because, as we're going to discuss... The defunding of Planned Parenthood is only going to take 51 votes. That's right. So, I mean, significant amount of their budgets. We're talking nearly half of Planned Parenthood's budget alone uh, could be gone uh, in this fiscal year. The Jay Sekula Show, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 
888-67-308-8867. And as we mentioned, Trace is up here. Trace, what's going on at the nursery? Well, beautiful day, actually. Yeah. Uh, quite a few customers. Uh, I wanted to cold. mention uh, the full month of festivities we're going to have. Let's do, okay. So uh, next Saturday we're having a blood drive. And, uh, that sounds like fun. It does. <laughs> well, it, it really is when you realize that you, if you donate or even attempt to donate, you get a $10 gift certificate to Millburgers along with whatever prizes they're uh, they're. Uh, Handing they out. have T-shirts. And, and used stuff to like that. used to be you had to use it that same day, but you don't anymore. No, I've I've had people save them up to buy their Christmas tree yeah. with. Yeah. <coughs> Speaking of, I actually had some Christmas trees brought back this week. Really? I did. They kept them through the end they of did. January. And, My goodness. You know what? I still gave them a. Oh. You're the man. You are the man. You're the man. Hey, remind people though. I don't know if you'll be so generous. You do have an end date by which you would like them to use that. Well, coupon. that coupon I think is February 28th. 28th. It's the end of the month. Yeah. So uh, if you brought me a Christmas tree on the 27th, I'd still give you a coupon. There you go. I might even on the 28th, but not on the 29th. No. Not on the twi- <laughs> you bring them stuff on the 29th of February, you're not getting nothing. <laughs> hey, um, okay, so that's... How many, how many do you think y'all have gotten? I, I'll go look at it, but I think we were close to close to 200. Good Lord. That's a lot. So then the blood drive is here next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. The, yeah, uh, get us back on course, Milton. Uh, I think actually, too, if you're concerned about the amount of time it would take, I think you can now go online and do most of it in advance. Really? Uh, because, it's, it, well, it's all digital now, and so uh, they'll still ask you some questions and maybe some follow-up questions, like depending on where you may have traveled or things like that. But... Or if you've been to, there was one question, like, have you been to the dentist in the past six months? Um, so, anyway. well, they are careful, though. They don't, they don't want to turn you loose until you, yeah, you're comfortable and they're comfortable that you're correct, feeling fine and uh, ready, ready to go out in the world again. So uh, anyway, if you are concerned about that, then go ahead and go online and take care of it. And then come on out between 10 and 1.30. Uh, if you're here at 1.30 and you're in line, they will take care of you. They're not leaving. That blood's too valuable. So uh, as Trace mentioned, a $10 gift certificate to the nursery that you can use uh, just for going through the process. So that's uh, the 11th. What happens on the 18th? 18th. That's when the fun really starts. Yeah. <laughs> Join the rodeo fun is what we're advertising. So February 18th, we've got a lot of things going on. We've got the uh, balloon artist and the face painting for you. Yep, thank uh, you. We've got the it's Texas not, weather band to put just everybody the in the mood. Artist. And she's really good. It's not so much the face painting. Well, just letting you know. We'll give you both things. All right. You're going to get right, me a balloon then, animal? Sure. Uh, we need a warner because last time I wanted a hippo, and she didn't have, she was like, I used to make hippos. But now I don't remember how, so I need to send her. I was just giving him credit for keeping us on target. Now now we're talking about balloon hippos. Balloon hippos. (laughs) Uh, We have two really cool things going on. We've got uh, uh, hot dogs, chips, and drinks, and it's a dollar donation, and that's going to go to the food bank, and it's going to be sponsored by us, obviously. Uh, Fox Farm. And BWI. So uh, Dave from BWI is out here going to be cooking these hot dogs. And so we appreciate him donating his time. And I think someone from Fox Farm will be out too. Uh, Calvin's got a look on his face. Oh, no. I just want to surprise you. 
that they were involved. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's uh, that is cool. So again, they're donating their time and uh, resources, and and none of the proceeds stay with us. They will go to the food bank. Uh, and then the, another cool thing, we're doing the uh, rodeo tomato. Hey, just, all right. Which I actually have some coming this week too. Did you? This small amount. Oh my goodness. Um, well, they I have got, names on have, them. Yeah. Oh dear. Rodriguez put them. Well, it was on. abbreviated on the availability, so. Oh, so it may not be. Technically, a I don't know the name still, but Fred instead I, of Frederick. There we go. <laughs> um, but anyway, that day we're going to donate all the proceeds the, from the sale of that the rodeo tomato to the youth gardening's program. And uh, so I think that's kind of cool. If you don't have time to go out to the rodeo and pick one up, we can fix you up, and we can yeah. still make the donation. Uh, we'll make the donation happen. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of people uh, when we came up with the rodeo tomato thing were saying that that uh, they didn't have time or transportation or whatever to get out to the rodeo. So y'all doing this is really helpful to the people that uh, don't necessarily want to go out to the rodeo. There's a also, lot of people down there. Also, the also the people that buy them at the rodeo have to keep up with them during the day. Yeah, they don't, oh, they don't take the roller coaster point. rides very well, do they? No. Okay. And so uh, so this this is just a kind of convenient way, and, and the money goes to the, the same place. The same place. Yeah. Ask for rodeo Support youth gardening, yeah. Yeah, youth gardening. So if you want more information on that or you want more information on the blood drive, you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. And then you want to talk about 25th? 25th, you bet. Uh, we'll have David Rodriguez out here, and it's a, a spring cleanup seminar. So everybody out there got damage uh, from that, that cold spell where we had. Sounds like a maintenance program instead of a horticulture program. Well, but it's my, but he's going to talk about fertilization. He's going to talk sure. about pruning and how to cut it. What, yeah, how, what to cut it with. Uh, I'm sure he'll be talking about stuff to replant. Definitely the fertilizing. What needs pruning paint? What doesn't? That kind of stuff. So uh, uh, very uh, intense. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of specific questions on sago palms and and all these other things that got hit pretty good. The old yeah, leaders, the sagos did get hit. dendrons. So. Uh, it will be uh, bring your pen and paper because uh, hey, there will be a lot of information that's relevant. I know you got you got a, one more event to you or uh, no? I wanna. I was talking to a gardener out here this morning, customer at Millburgers, and uh, who traditionally buys a lot of cyclamen. And uh, uh, you know, I was telling them that I didn't cover mine and there no foliage or anything. He said he, he used uh, three layers of uh, agricultural fabric yeah. and laid it on them and uh, didn't phase the, the blooms, didn't get knocked off, and the foliage didn't get hurt at all. He says, but the whatever it is, the weather this year, they're not... They're not as uh, they're not performing as well as he huh. normally do, and he was not as many bloom. You mean? Yeah, and like he that. was kind of, he was kind of going looking at some of the other plantings around the city too, and he he says he, he thinks it's related to the weather. He can't quite figure out how it's related to the weather, but they they're they're just not yeah they're not there's not as many blooms there's. Uh, the foliage, you know, they're not spreading out as much as they have. So I guess it's yeah. been cold, too. Yeah, it's been cold. Yeah. So I mean, he used three layers of that. Wow, he really protected them. Agricultural fabric is, all, you know, like 
Like I normally just like, use one. So yeah. Is that like the insulate? Is that agricultural yeah. fabric? Well, yeah. it could be. Yeah. There. Then, then there's uh, the other one is the is the insulate, and then there's a well, the row crop. Row, oh, row, row cover. cover yeah. Row, row cover. cover's the thin one, though. Okay. Now he's he's got he's kind of got a uh, sheltered, more sheltered location too. But uh, yeah, he was he was just lording over me because his were just blooming yeah. up, still blooming up a storm. I'm convinced that that's a slow thaw process. It can't be heat. You know, it can't be generated heat from the soil. Well, and that would be consistent. But I, I believe it's a slow thaw. And that's that's, uh, that's consistent with that. The fa- fact that that they they survived with just the fabric, yeah, too. They're just more fabric. It just gives them a more of a insulated situation. They can take more time. I only had one sheet on mine, and yeah, that the plants themselves look fine. It was that's, just uh, that's what I think. But you got you lost a few blooms. About fifty percent, and it was the ones on the outer edges mm. that I lost most of the blooms. The ones yeah. that were actually that's in the middle, and and. Uh, and behind, or the back end of it, from where the wind and stuff was coming. That was a period, pretty serious. That's a serious freeze. We want to tell everybody we do have uh, some cyclamen here. You know, you got at least three months more of bloom. And if you're feeling your yard's looking a little dreary, uh, come. Uh, there's some. There are cyclamen here. They're on sale. They're on sale for 488, and uh, and they're a great Valentine gift. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, inexpensive Valentine gift, and the bloom kind of looks like a heart. Yeah, yeah. and then then there's the prim the primula is over there. I can see the blooms from here, the yellows, and and that's another uh, shade loving plant that uh, will grow the rest of the winter. And begonias and geraniums. Oh yeah, yeah. Geraniums. Yeah, the geraniums are bunches of geraniums. Yeah, they're way at the back of the of the rows here, but you can sure see them. So if you want to uh, really add some color to deal with this dreary, kind of dreary gray period atmosphere yeah period of time yeah and I, I was walking as i was walking up i was thinking uh of course we recommend we recommend fantasia for the heat you know that takes the heat but right now all geraniums do well in this kind of weather, yeah, all is, geraniums, regardless of variety, do most, well. And you've got most of the ones I have are Fantasia. So well, you got three or four months yeah. for for before the hot weather begins. I should have brought mine in. Did you leave yours out and it froze back? Yeah. I'm did it see. kill it? Or well, you know? y'all had suggested to kind of wait and see what wait happens. Wait and see. Okay. Hey, uh, Trace, uh, okay, so real quick again, if you want information on David's seminar on the 25th, the Rodeo uh, Tomato Celebration on the 18th, the Blood Drive on the 11th of February, then you go to MillburgerNursery.com, uh, MillburgerNursery.com. You remember off the top of your head, by the way, you mentioned that the proceeds from the sale of hot dogs and stuff will go to uh, the food bank. Do you remember um, the number for what uh, over the Christmas time, what the... Uh, it was several thousand. Yeah, I wanted you to kind of brag a little bit. Yeah, it sure was. I don't know the exact I number. I barely remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I do remember <laughs> it being uh, yeah. in, the, in the multiple of thousands. Yeah, which is really cool. So uh, that was nice that listeners and uh, patrons supported uh, the San Antonio Food Bank by getting the hot dog or sausage. Well, it's nice of Melburgers to, yep. to, to uh, do the administrative, organ- the organizing everything, and then... 
It's and easy they, money for some good charities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Oh, that write-up is also on uh, PlantAnswers.com under the topics of the month. And Trace, you have some blue bonnets, I see. I do have blue bonnets. A couple. We have. A, <laughs> I got a table, and I do have some red ones coming. Now, in now, now, when you say a table, let's see. Now that's that's uh, a whole row of yeah. tables pe- <laughs> equaling so one like table. Like a table and a half. Those that's more. In Milton terms, that's three tables. Three tables. All right. That's more blue bonnets than you've ever had before. Nah. You think? Yeah. Nah. I can't ever remember. So Jerry, a whole what, rack of them. What happens? They plant these now. Um, perfect. They'll do. They'll do all right. Yeah, they're they're hunkered down. I mean, yeah. they're in perfect condition. So they got they got a lot of options. You could, if you got a, you know, you had a lot of your plants in your raised bed die. You can yeah. Plant them in rows. Yeah. That and works pretty slick. Or you can do like we've been talking about uh, all fall, and you can uh, plant them uh, every 18 inches or clumps clumps of them out there in in an area that you want to create a naturalized bed and these uh these plants will produce the seed and then if it's you know if it's a good site the sun can get uh, down to the seed in the soil then you're liable to have uh, blue bonnets for from there forever on, in the yeah. future you said you're gonna have some reds coming in too yeah, I uh, had a few this morning, but I think I saw a lady check out with them. But okay. uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I should have some red ones. Cool. Well, my yeah. suggestion is you do in a container. You plant the blues and the reds together. There you go. That's what I did. It looks all great. We, all we need is white, isn't it? Oh, man. Yep. I thought all we needed was orange. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Burnt orange. Yeah, burnt orange, yes. Not Tennessee orange. Uh, and then are there any other colors? Have they put the uh, the purples out no, yet? No, we didn't do purple this year. Uh, oh, We've got really? seed. But, uh, Stephen F. Austin did, purple, huh? Okay. We, hey, we got, haven't done purple yet. we got to get to a call on the air real quick. Dorothy's been waiting on at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Dorothy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you guys? Oh, Kidoki, What's going on? So, guys, uh, I put my uh, lettuce patch in about uh, 10 days ago, two weeks, and uh, I'm good. Good germination. I got some little tiny lettuce coming up. Yeah, Dorothy, uh, you're... Room, by the way. Uh, the question is, when do I start fertilizing uh, lettuces? Dorothy, question. when do you start harvesting lettuce? Oh, oh okay. Is that what you... Did, did, did you pl- has it come up? Has it germinated? Did you yeah, plant it on top of the ground? Yeah, it's germinated and it's come up. I, I can see them. Okay, well, you just wait to... Lettuce. She's planted some lettuce, oh, and lettuce. she wanted to know when to start harvesting. No, when to start fertilizing. Oh, fertilizing? Uh, I would, I'd go ahead and start using a water-soluble fertilizer. Yeah, about two right weeks away. before you planted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. if, if, if you didn't fertilize it before you plant, then uh, use a water-soluble fertilizer. That'll make it grow the fastest. Okay. Like and like wh- Miracle Grow, Rapid Grow. Uh, Peter's 2020 20, 20, 20 uh, no. has to grow. That, you have to mix. Yeah, you have to mix that. But if yeah, you but to, to catch anymore. up, do that this time. But then every couple of weeks, throw out some uh, lawn fertilizer. Yeah, that and, works pretty uh, slick. Okay, so start with what? What's the uh, what's the what's the deal again? 2020 20, 20 or what is it? Yeah, it, that's what's on the bag. It's a water soluble fertilizer. Okay. And you you just water water when you water your lettuce, 
Yeah. Uh, every every time you water, uh-huh. uh, you can use that water soluble fertilizer. You put a, I think a tablespoon and a gallon of water or something okay. like that. Okay. And, uh, and that that that'll really get it going because that's nitrogen and that's what lettuce needs. That's what it needs. Okie doke. Okay, guys, okay. that's what I'll do. Thanks. Did All you right, get any Crawford it. lettuce or what kind of lettuce did you well, plant? Well, I haven't, but I don't know where to get that. But I I put down uh, black seed, Simpson. I put down some bib, and I put down some uh, romaine, and I've had good luck with all those. But I I've heard yeah, about good. the Crawford, but I don't know where to get it. Well, yeah, I don't either. Where could you get that method? <laughs> Can we still get it here? Is it too late to plant it? No. I'm pretty sure I still got it. No, we still have it here. Okay. Well, the, you got it. And it's free. Yeah. There's actually you, two places here at Newburgers you can get it up there near the cashier. <laughs> is yeah. free, free Crawford lettuce and here in my briefcase. Oh, you've got some? Uh, I still got some from oh, But now that he's announced it, you better hurry and come. Uh, <laughs> can you buy it in the seed or is it plant? It's a little... No, no, hey, no. We do seed. It it comes. It germinates in three days. Okay. We have done plants in the in the past, but it was it was so fast and and just for you, we'll give you the seeds. You don't have to yeah, buy them. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't if it doesn't come up, you you won't have lost any money. Yeah. Okay. Just, well, I've heard a lot about that lettuce. I've just never laid it down. It is good lettuce. Yeah. Okay. Just, okay. Put, just plant it right on top of the ground. That's the, that's the key. That's what I've been doing. So what I'll do is come down and get some of that and. Okay, you know, okay, then give us a report. We want to hear. Okay, guys, right. thanks. Thanks, Bye. thank Bye-bye. you for calling. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road, or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. 
Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this guy named Jordan. He's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. And he goes to the doctor. True story. He goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched earlier from medical insurance to MediShare, where Christians share each other's medical bills. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this actually going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. So if you want to find out more, here is a number for you. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. I hear we're getting some uh, complaints back at the station about just giving Dorothy the seeds. So can we, while supplies last, can we give anybody that comes by the nursery the uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce? What? Yeah. No, I'm teasing. Oh, oh, we, oh. We were... I was wondering. He had a serious <laughs> look on his face. I was going to hide. We're <laughs> running and hide someplace. Yeah. Free is free. Yeah, it's always been free. <laughs> but so. we do limit. We don't let it. Oh, it's one pack per yeah, person. You don't get. Well, it won't be per family. Number of packs you want. It won't be as bad as the time we uh, we used to, uh, Steve Brown and yeah. We, yeah, used yeah. to say that you can find it at the uh, Wilson County Gardening <laughs> Day. <laughs> No, and that, Calvin and that morning and I forgot it. Uh oh. So I would, you know, these people are looking for me, and I'm. Kind of, uh, you know, and they were until, until Jerry could get there with some a new supply of seed. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and by looking for Calvin, that's in the worst sense of the word. Uh, they were looking for you. Uh, <laughs> they were they were coming up to me. Have you seen Calvin Finch? Uh, no, I Why do you have never heard of him. I think I think he's I think he's doing a class right now. What time is he through? Uh, that lettuce. I was promised <laughs> lettuce seed. They had a pitchfork in their hand. I presume that was so they could easily get the uh, seed planted and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know why they had the torches. So well, one th- one thing we found out about Crawford lettuce seed this year. Uh, I planted a I planted a bed over at the botanical garden, and uh, 
for seed, you know, to, to grow and let it go to seed. Because uh, we have to collect seed every year. They still let you in over there? Yeah, barely. But uh, <laughs> I, I go when they ain't looking. But anyway, the... Except outside the bed where we had, had spilled some over the side. And it's all, it's all over outside the bed, but in the bed it's not up. And then we dug down a little bit and we're dry. Hmm. We should have pre-irrigated the bed. So we tell people to plant that seed on top of the soil. Moist soil. But it has to be top of moist soil or it won't come up. Now, uh, after a rain or something, that seed can lay there for a while and still come up later. But uh, it, 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 if you plant it on top of uh, more soil, it'll be up in three days. I thought wow. he was going to tell really? us about yeah, some kind days. of conspiracy huh. where the where they got, somebody saw him planting his seed on top of the ground and said, "What a cruel thing to do! I'll go bury it." Uh, so yeah, it's a, yeah. Uh, it doesn't take much burying before it won't come up. Uh, uh, Neil Ferry was writing about oleanders. Mm-hmm. Now you know I've I've told the story where we we we've, we've developed some uh, cold hardy oleanders, but uh, for some reason uh, the the mass marketing people didn't want to put them on the market, and uh, but because in the cold the, the the question was I have a number of oleanders that are turning yellow with leaves falling off the shrubs. Others look like the the cold hurt them. Uh, what should I do? Uh, and, he, and and see, that's uh, th- there's three main oleanders. There's hardy red, uh, uh, hardy pink, hardy pink, and the the well, let's see, is it white? Which one is the hardiest? Pink? I mean, uh, hardiest is red. I think. I think so. You see more pink though, but yeah, hardy. Even the red really isn't red. It's kind of pink. Yeah, hardy pink, and then uh, I think there's a hardy white, but I don't there, think there it is. is. There is, it's, but it's not real popular. Not real popular. all the dwarfs are popular, more popular than that one. Yeah, but they froze back big time. Uh, all mine got hit pretty good. Oh yeah, I've seen some of those laying around. And the dwarfs came out of uh, Corpus Christi, Mr. Turner. And uh, they're all over the Rio Grande Valley because they'll never freeze back down there. But I'm thinking we ought to resurrect these uh, A&M oleanders, uh, especially for for here in north. Uh, I'll make see if I can get somebody to resurrect those. We, We put in a lot of... A lot of years testing them. We tested them in El Paso, and uh, the way way we tested them, if they if they had cold weather, if they ever had a leaf scorch, if the if the one leaf burnt, we'd pull it out. And so when when we got through with that, doesn't seem quite fair, does it? <laughs> after about ten years, we had stuff that take cold temperatures. Oh, we took, we took it up to Dallas. Uh, El Paso and all those types of places that gets a lot colder than San Antonio and they, we never had a leaf burn on those sides. So, uh, but uh, nobody's promoted those things. 
because <laughs> the, the the superstar committee decided that uh, they didn't want to uh, promote anything that was poisonous. I was not I was not on the committee at that time. No. And so because of that, they believed the old story, the old story about the marshmallows on the on wiener using a, on a weenie roast, and it. But that has been proven to be folk, folklore. That's that never happened. Uh, I don't think. You're a very floppy. Yeah. Very floppy stick. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I'll, I'll let our crack our, uh, our, Dennis? Our, our researcher look hey, this up. Okay, Dennis, we got we got a thing for you. But I'm here to say that I don't believe anybody has ever been killed or badly injured by oleanders. I've heard wood. that. Oleander. Wood. I've heard that. That's an old wives' tale. Yeah, it's, it's an old of course, it might have been my wife that told me, but. <laughs> Now, is it is it poisonous? Is 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 it is the foliage poisonous? Yes. If dogs or or something chew on it, they vomit. Then it may make them sick to their stomach, but it doesn't kill them. And then they stop chewing on it. They stop chewing on it. Absolutely. Now the uh, and I, I never have chewed on one, but uh, I bet you it's bitter. I told the teachers about you uh, the. It's that same kind of story, the classic, because I had a question, you know, are any of these plants you're talking about attracting birds, are any of them toxic? Uh-oh. I said, that, 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 I said that. well, I suppose, I think half of them would probably cause you stomach disorder if you ate a yeah, I guess 15 so. pounds of them or something. But I, but I, then I went into the, you know, that, 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 I didn't say it was a myth, I said it was just overstated. This toxicity thing, because uh, you really have to consume a lot, and and we don't give our pets credit for when they <laughs> when they start throwing up to stop eating something, you know. And uh, and I talked about you and uh, you eating the uh, Mylar. No, not Poinsettia. Poinsettia. On, oh yeah. On TV. Yeah. yeah. And then and then of course I always my favorite line though is to say, and it didn't hurt him. And then David Rodriguez said, "Are you sure?" Uh, <laughs> physically, it did not hurt him. <laughs> but that, but that, the point we're trying to make here is that this, uh, that, that we people just have any kind of little uh, myth or yeah, blown out of proportion. Yeah, if you don't know what have what affected your pet when they got sick. It's been pretty easy to to blame it on some kind of a plant, rather than what normally it is. You know, they got yeah. got into something in the house. And so. then another thing that came up just about the time we were getting ready to release that those oleanders, uh, is uh, is that disease that uh, killed them along the highways. You know, I oh, always yeah. thought it was drought related, but they said it's 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 in the it's in the uh, it's in the family of Pierce's disease uh, that kills the grapes. Virus-like. Vi- virus-like. Uh, yeah. So, but that hasn't stopped people from y'all from selling them. No, people still buy them. People still buy them because when you got you got an oleander, you got a healthy, drought-tolerant as any plant I guess on earth. And the deer don't eat them. And the deer don't eat them. 
And uh, like I said, they're drought tolerant and uh, heat tolerant, and and uh, they bloom they bloom pretty. So uh, I think I think they made a mistake on that, not making that a Texas superstar. But uh, I'm I, we with David Rodriguez on the board now. Uh, he, a, l- a little bit of sanity added to their uh, selection committee. Uh, maybe we can uh, reintroduce those because we they're 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 really cold hardy. We never have to worry about uh, cold hardiness of oleanders again. What a nice compliment for Dave too that he's a little bit sane. Yeah, <laughs> well, more so than uh, the other members. I uh, see. Say. <laughs> well, excluding Dr. Stein, Dr. Larry Stein down yeah. there too. But David, David's been in. Uh, Commercial business. You know, That's I true mean, he's too. So he's, he's coming business. in from a different so he sensitivity. Knows, he knows what's going on. He knows that the oleanders are still well, selling. Oh, and I thought I thought the most important thing was that he's learned under some great masters. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think he knew pretty much more when he I l- came. I like that idea because at one point he worked for me. Uh, wait and, a minute. And, yeah, and he worked for both Jerry and I as an intern for. <laughs> For a while, yeah, nearly a year. I'll go along with that. He may call and say differently, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but anyway, that's if you've got oleanders and they they've either uh, defoliated or or turned yellow. Uh, Neil says that uh, any stem tissues that are shriveled and brown can be pruned back now. Uh, uh, trim until you reach healthy tissue. That's that's one I think I would wait on. I would wait. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was asking if it was right information. As as for, oh. as for the yelling, if it's yellowing, if it started before the cold spell, there may be nothing more than old leaves that were beginning to shed. All of our broad leaves, evergreens, change their leaves in the winter and spring as the new growth is produced. Again, there is no call for action for now. Uh, what what? Uh, and oleander is one of those shrubs. People say, "Well, they get too big. That's why the dwarf is so popular." But you can all you can cut them to the ground, and they'll come right back. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call: 308-8867. 308-8867. We got more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and of course, you're listening to the show uh, live on 9:30 a.m. This is the end. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. Let's talk gardening with you again at 308-8867. What's I wonder if uh, you mentioned last, was it yesterday or last weekend, uh, it's time for the um, Martin scallops. Well, we were talking about it yesterday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any, but I was wondering if anybody... And there was something there. actually you wanted, uh, well, besides the Martin scouts, which we always enjoy talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, though. Yes, was it... Uh, suet feed, yeah, though. The insect eaters at the suet feeders. Oh, okay, but there was something else, too. Was there? You wanted a report on stocks or a report oh, on uh, something. That's right, because... Uh, Somebody had reported that their the stocks their stocks were hardier than their yeah one of our one of our uh, jobs the stocks did far better than everything else the snapdragons and I'll be darned. see and I had just the opposite uh, uh, effect of mine uh, the stocks at the front of the garden 
uh, froze back to the ground. The snapdragons did their usual, the blooms, but the, the foliage seemed to be all right. So uh, let us know how what happened at your garden. If you got both, you know, if you got a cut flower garden or a, a winter annual garden, you probably have both stocks and uh, snapdragons. You probably have uh, calendula too, and yeah, and, uh, and violas, uh, all that stuff. The dianthus did real good out on all the websites yeah, too. I didn't have any dianthus. I was wondering about that, how that would do. I think dianthus are a lot tougher than pansies. Uh, the, this job we didn't—I don't think we did it—but the one right across the street. Yeah. Uh, all the pansies were are, were gone, and the dianthus just needed to be deadheaded. There you go. I think so. All right, the pansies got hit, huh? Yeah. Huh. The dianthus is a carnation, you know. But I, th- I think they just planted them like maybe ten days before the cold. So yeah. But I don't know if that had any bearing on it. But pass so, the popcorn, please. Oh, certainly, Calvin. Sorry. <laughs> so. uh... <laughs> If you um, if you grew stocks this year, or if you're growing them, then give us a call at 308-8867, and we'll uh, find out how they did. 308-8867. And, uh, yeah, as always, we'll take um, sightings of uh, Martin Scouts, because uh, uh, that's always exciting, because that means the Martins are coming. And um, I'm trying to remember, did Bill tell us to put the feeders up now and get them up and get them clean and the houses? head them out, move them out, rawhide? No, I think, I think Bill, Bill agreed with me that uh, just because you see a few scouts doesn't mean you have to get the houses up. I kind of. Oh, you said the sparrows. Yeah, you said the. You send them up too, too early, then you end up with your starlings and English sparrows. Oh, okay. So how many how many days or weeks would you wait? Well, I generally wait till about March first. Okay, well that's not very long. But I mean, there's a lot of theories. But but I've I've had good luck getting martins. So if it works, you know, you just continue doing what you what you do. But I didn't. It didn't hurt to put it up early. Yeah. Other than the fact that you just might have to clean out the. Other birds, yes. Hey, one of the things about Wild Birds Unlimited, too, uh, is uh, that uh, they have all the answers to all these questions, and it's based on uh, learned knowledge and experience that they've uh, they've had. It's based on customers coming in and talking to them. Uh, they tell, sell these terrific products that will help you solve problems, attract the nature to your yard that you're looking for. Uh, and that's uh, There are three locations in San Antonio, and one of the things I'll bring up each time is they're problem solvers. So you tell them what you want to do, or you tell them the problem you're having, and they'll figure out how to solve it. At Wild Birds Unlimited, three locations in San Antonio, uh, one on Northwest Military, and Hebner Road, the other on uh, 1604 and Braun Road, that's uh, Kim, and then of course Hebner, I'm sorry, uh, 3009, uh, just FM 3009, just east of I-35, uh, you'll find Wild Birds Unlimited there as well. And again, the fun thing is to tell them kind of what you're thinking, and they'll help you out with it. Hey, Ginger is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Ginger, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing, Milton? Okie dokie. What's going on? All right. Uh, this this was my... In t- I used to live in town, just south of downtown, and I had snaps and stocks and stuff every year. This is my first year out here uh, in the Sand Hills, and uh, I wanted to let you know my... Um, I'm about two miles south of 1604, going towards Floresville. My stocks froze completely dead. Um, what's funny, the dianthus are great. They're beautiful. They're blooming. Still, they haven't lost any blooms. They didn't lose any foliage or anything like that. The snapdragons are kind of strange. My rocket snapdragons took it fine. They did not get hit at all. The short ones, the the, um, the dwarfs, they they're almost dead. <laughs> the medium, the liberty, uh, the liberty ones lost the flowers, but they still have the foliage. So I have three different results on snapdragons. Uh, beats me. Can't tell you anything. <laughs> what happened there? But that's my report on my flowers. Thank well, you, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Good information. You know, I, I don't have that. any martins yet. Okay, that's okay. I'm looking for them. Do you have feeders? Or not feeders, but homes? Oh yes. I oh, good. Last okay. Year. I was the first one to have them last year, but I don't have oh. any yet. I'm looking for them. Yeah, well, call us when you get them. I'll call and let you. I will. Call us when you come back. Cool. Thanks, Ginger. Thanks, Ginger. And if you find, listen, let me ask you something, Calvin. Yeah. Uh, on butterflies, the um, the mist, the Greg's mist flower. 
I bought yes. two different kinds last year. Somebody told me one was one and one was the other. One of them has a very feathery, a light feathery type leaf, and one of them has a heavy, uh, dense leaf. And if the one that has a dense leaf that makes a, a big green mound, it is just gorgeous. It's blooming and everything. It didn't get hurt by the freeze at all. Really? The feathery one is, uh, it died back. It's coming back. And it's called, it's also called Greg's Miss Flower. Is there two Greg's Miss Flowers? I'm not aware. Are there two no. Greg's Miss Flowers? There's, there's lots, there's lots of, several, several that we, there's different Miss Flowers yeah. for sure. I didn't oh. know that. I didn't know that there's more than one kind of Greg's. I don't, I don't, different colors, though. Different colors, yes. Now, I, I must have that same one as your, uh, mine, mine died back completely. And I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I don't even see any, uh, no re-sprouting yet. So you're lucky that you've actually got, have you got butterflies on it? I have butterflies. I have oh, wow. animal butterflies, and I have a, a dark, larger one. I don't know what it is. It's a bigger one, but it's dark also. I've got two kinds out here. Gosh, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, Kevin, was yours the feathery leaf one? Yeah, mine about? was the feather. That's the most common one. Yeah, and that, that's okay. The one that, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's interesting about that other one. Yeah, it is. That's the one. Yeah, I'd like to latch onto that. You don't. You don't remember well, what that one was I called? Can, I'll bring you some. It was called yeah. mist flower, and it's mm. a deep purple pin cushion. It's a real deep purple pin cushion flower. Yeah, mm. that'd be great. Let us. Yeah, bring it. Bring some. Bring some cuttings. Okay, I'll try to do that, Jerry. Okay, we'll do Thanks, we'll, Ginger. Do, we'll see. You're very welcome. Okay, thank you for calling. All right. And we'll, in fact, we'll, we'll put it in the new the new Millburgers Butterfly Garden that yes. we're working on right we're, now. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to be butterfly accredited. Yeah. So that's that's why it was so exciting. We we, we want Miss Flower in there for sure, but Miss Flower isn't, most Miss Flower is not very showy right now. It's no. Flattened, so gosh, yeah, if we could get one that's a... As a little winter hardy, that'd be great. We've got uh, Virginia on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay. I have two questions. Uh, one is a bird question, and one is uh, a question about litter. Uh, one thing, uh, we have a bird that's killing cats around here. Mm. And, uh, Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not joking. People dump kittens here all the time, and they're eating them. It's eating them. And, the uh, birds are I, killing the cats? Well, I, I, I have a... I have a nominee, but, but let's hear, hear what, okay. it, what it looks like. Okay, it's black, like a buzzard. It's not a buzzard. Kara, Kara. No, 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 it's not that either. Not unless they uh, are black when they're little or young, you know. But uh, we have them out here, and they don't look anything like that. And he's got a beak on him about two and a half inches long, cold black beak. And it looked like a, a regular punch-type can opener on the end. And uh, he's not, he don't look like a buzzard. He doesn't have a bald head. doesn't even look like he's going to do that. Has he got uh, any white on him? No, no white. It's cold black. No, it's not Yeah, well, there's there's another. Is he that that beak that that it's funny shaped beak? beak. Does he look a little? Does he look a little bit like a crow? No, he's real, real big. He's uh, maybe a little slightly bigger than a buzzard, about the same size. Oh, well, and I don't know how old he is, uh, but his beak is flat like a can opener, and it has that end on it like a can opener. It's cold black beak. Hmm. And he hmm. he's been. Uh, first, we got one cat that well, somebody dumped the kittens off, and he killed one, almost killed the other one. And then somebody dumped another kitten off, and he ate that one too right away. So I mean, do y'all see him? Do y'all see him attacking the cat or carrying the cat away, or how do y'all know? Because we never saw him before, and every time somebody dumped a kitten, we always got him. You know. <laughs> oh, sure. Blame the poor bird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, blame the poor bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he broke uh, a rib on this cat that we did save, you know, and he had straight hmm. marks all over him from the, the bird. Well, any of those birds, a uh, cara cara will will uh, will. Any of the buzzards will too if they can catch them. Uh, and a, I was thinking of a, even a raven, uh, you know, a, a kitten that's uh, uh -huh. 
ill or by itself. He bought that yeah, that'd be that'd be fair. Yeah, that'd be a fair game. They would hawk go after. Yeah, even some of the hawks would. Uh, well, so, I have no idea what that is. Okay, yeah, let me. Wouldn't it be a black? They're not uh, a black hawk, is it? Well, there's some dark hawks. Yeah. It does now, have the, now the other thing is you you probably got coyotes out there, don't you? Once in a while we do, but uh, this bird has been sticking around. The coyotes uh, come about every six months or nine months. This bird has landed here, and when he's since he's been what? here, everything's been gone. Well, in my neighborhood, when the cats start disappearing, we don't blame it on the birds. We blame it on the coyotes being back. Uh, and, they, and that, you know, and it usually co- usually co- coincides with somebody right. spotting the coyote. They kill everything. Yeah. Well, uh, they, yeah, they don't, they eat it too. But. I thought accidentally you would know what a, a bird with a flat beak. <laughs> But anyway, okay, next question. Uh, one of the reasons we had castor beans is to protect the chickens, and that leaf litter is all over the place. And I was wondering, how toxic is it if I use it on my vegetables? Because it washes, you know, really, every time it rains, it just washes everywhere. Yeah, the, the leaf litter is not a problem, the, uh, especially if it's dried. Uh-huh. But uh, the, the problem is the seed. Right. Uh, well, it, it, it has the toxins in it. Yeah, that doesn't go very far, and if I see one come up, I pull it up, you know. So right, right, right. It. But if we didn't so, have so, that, we wouldn't have any chickens. So. <laughs> Okay. Now, well, now how, do, how does it protect the chickens? Well, yeah. it makes it. So chance. that bird, that bird doesn't eat them, huh? No, the bird hasn't got a single chicken yet. Oh. And that's why, okay. like, if, his beak is so odd. You know, it's not like a hawk or any kind of bird of prey. But his beak is like if you hold a, a ruler up and you hold it flat. You know, it's it's flat. It's not like a, a parrot beak or hawk beak or anything. It's flat with a little like a can opener on the end. That is wow. Huh. Well, so I maybe don't I don't I, I don't recognize it. But maybe either. somebody in the audience does. But uh, I, I'm sorry I broke in. Tell tell us why how the castor beans are protecting your chickens. Uh, well, they can't now except for all the limbs. But they make a canopy, and our chickens are real overweight. They can't escape, you know. <laughs> and they go under the canopy, and oh, okay. uh, they can't get to it. They can't see them or anything. It goes right up to the door of their chicken house, and so they're protected. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I thought I thought it had something to do with the toxicity of the plant. No, no, no. And chickens even eat the stuff, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seed goes straight through a chicken. Well, they don't eat the seed; they eat the leaves. So I had oh, that's about how toxic it is, and that's what I was saying. If I'm putting it with my carrots and all that stuff, and of that leaf is on there, and are we going to get poison and all that stuff? No, no, no. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Hey, um, I maybe was... somebody will recognize that bird. Yeah, and I was wondering. Well, we we. we... Lost Virginia. Sorry. There it is. Is that it? <laughs> it was listening to the show. Look out, Calvin. It's haunted. It's haunted. <laughs> so can you tell what that is? Can you even hear it? Here. That sounds like a uh, woodpecker. No. Let's see if it play again. No, okay. Uh, Never it, mind. It's not that. <laughs> it's a, it said it was a Cooper's hawk. Oh, no. Yeah, Cooper's hawk couldn't do it. Okay. Diana's on Cooper's hawk can barely handle a squirrel. Oh, yeah. Diana's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Diane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Yeah, what's Hi. going on? Well, we are making a privacy fence in the backyard with Confederate star jasmine. I think it's about five years old now, and it's right. in, doing nicely. But this, uh, perhaps it was this cold weather. I have parts now that are just dried up and and crumbly. Just, you know, some of the vines and the leaves, I just, I'm just now noticing this. And do you think it, it was the cold spout that we had that would do this, or I think so. something else? Okay, because a lot of it is still good. A lot of it still looks green and vibrant, but uh, there are just some places. Should I wait to cut those back, or? Um, I think you need to wait a little. Yeah. Well, okay. it's, getting, it's getting ready to bloom this spring. Yeah, and it's, and they'll fill in really, really fast. Yeah. Have you got so, it on a chain link fence, or what have you got it on? It's on airplane wire. Landscaper did this. He put up these oh. posts and then ran um, some kind of airplane wire across and then just okay. started growing the plants up that. And it's it's looking really nice. Um, and he also told me, and let me ask you this, 
he said, do my best to keep all the leaf clutter out from underneath, you know, the, the base of the plant because it yeah. needs to breathe. Is that, <laughs> and I've been having trouble keeping up with that. I'm trying to get yeah, on that now. I don't think that's a I problem. I don't think, yeah. I, I, you, you can mulch under them, so that would okay. be leaf clutter. Yeah, just justify yeah. the litter under there because you're mulching. Gives it okay. more drought tolerance. Now, you don't want to pile the material up on the trunk of the... Of right. the yeah. Maybe just, just up to kind of a, uh, a few inches out. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, Super. Because well, it could rot, rot the base, yeah, maybe. You, but you don't, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be meticulous about that either. No. I've, okay. I've, I've had some on my chain link fence for years, and... Uh, and no soil, virtually no soil, and I covered that whole chain. I always thing. think of it as kind of a leaner. Have you, you ever had? Yeah, yeah. Fall, kind of, in a big wind once, I had to kind of fall off because all you had to do was yeah, drape it brace, back and, and brace it back up for a while. But uh, it doesn't have any cling, cling tos yeah. or anything on there. But it's pretty when it blooms and fragrant too. Beautiful. And uh, it's got some drought tolerance. Oh yeah, like Pretty I said, cool. mine is in no soil and shade. It does all right. Pretty Mine's well in shade. shade. Yeah. Mine's in shade too. The deer, I don't think deer eat it most places. I don't know about the deer. Does that help, Diane? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all take care. Okay, thank you for calling. You question. Thanks, Diane. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 308-8867. 308-8867. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon or maybe it's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder, or Purple Martins teaching their young to Fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, chili hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like Braun Road in 1604, or call 375-3611. That's 375-3611. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. First, it was Australia, then the United Kingdom, then over to Asia. Now it's coming to the United States, and it's your chance to be part of this international phenomenon that's been bringing wealth and success to people all over the world. Are you ready for a change? Mobe, the international online marketing company, is looking for a few motivated people in the San Antonio area. We have paid out over 51 million in commissions, and we are now geared up and ready for our biggest market to date, the United States. And you could be part of helping us achieve our next goal of paying out over 100 million in commissions within the next 12 months. If you're ready to control your financial destiny, then you must join us at this free 90-minute hands-on workshop. Our success is built on the success of our partners. At the event, you will receive our brand new Entrepreneur Starter Kit absolutely free to help you get started. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Get in on the ground floor and ride this financial wave for years to come. To reserve your free seats, call 800-941-5799. That number again is 800-941-5799. You 
will also receive for free founder Matt Lloyd's new book, Limitless. That's 800-941-5799. Call now. San Antonio continues to make a list of fattest cities in America. We lead the nation in obesity and diabetes. Vita Scientific says enough is enough. The research is in with Vita Zin. Vita Zin naturally promotes weight loss, manages your blood sugar levels. It's all natural and tastes great too. Vita Scientific is recognized by the Diabetes Prevention Program with the United States Centers for Disease Control. Order Vita Zin today at 520vida.com. That's 520vida.com. And welcome back to Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867. If you know what Virginia's bird was, that's eating kittens, black beaks, <laughs> black flat black flat black flat beak. Uh, With a uh, can opener looking. Yeah, I guess that means kind of the hook at the end, yeah. So uh, call us, and that would be helpful. Also looking for information on uh, the history of how your stocks are doing this year, uh, whether we got Martin Scouts, all those are, are uh, good topics to call us about today, was, as well as your gardening questions. I thought he was talking about finances. There you go. What? Oh, your stocks That's are doing? Yes, tell us. Oh, <laughs> oh it's <laughs> the flowers. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and uh, then, uh, Trace, do us a favor. Tell us what's happening next uh, Saturday. Okay, next Saturday is Blood Drive. Right. So uh, we're, we're offering a $10 gift certificate to Millburgers, along with whatever the blood people give you. Um, you just need to, to try to get blood, and you get it. And um, it's kind of a neat deal. And your slogan for the blood drive is? We know we have it in you. Ooh. I think that's their slogan. But oh, it's their slogan? Okay. Don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, on the 18th? 18th is, uh, is when the fun really starts. The Rodeo Fun Day. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. We've got the Texas Weather Band uh, here from 11 to 3. We're doing the balloon artist and the face painting uh, because Milton asked for it. Uh, we've got uh, hot dogs, chips, and drinks. And it's, uh, all we're asking is a dollar donation for that. And all of that proceeds will go to the food bank. And we're also doing the Rodeo Tomato. So all the proceeds from the Rodeo Tomato that day are going to go to benefit the Youth Gardening Gardens Program. Now that's uh, two weeks from Saturday. Uh, what, what is that? That's two weeks from yesterday. yesterday. Two weeks from yesterday. So I'm thinking when I should put the announcement on Plant Answers. The Rodeo well, starts you next week, right? I believe it's yeah, it starts the ninth. Are you putting your when are you putting your Saturday? This next day, then next day. Let's see. So okay, so I can put the this starts maps, on Thursday. The, yeah, Thursday of course, I won't mention Milberger specifically. <laughs> I guess why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because because Millburgers is exclusively doing it. Exclusively okay. doing it. So I'll, the best I can do is say, call around until you find a nursery that's doing it. Okay. Now if there was two, two or three, of they them, would object under the, the paper. Okay. Now back in the old days, our our administrators would object in extension service, but uh, Calvin Calvin has forgotten that he is retired. He's no longer in. Works he's, not, he's not accountable to well, and, 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 and I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect my big check I get from uh, the newspaper too. <laughs> All right, so, and then the 25th. 25th, we're going to have David out here. Uh, make sure you bring pen and paper. And, David uh, Rodriguez. He's going to be going over uh, spring cleanup. So there you go. what to do, what to cut back, when to cut it back, what to fertilize it with, do you need pruning paint, uh, what fertilizers are going to use. Uh, you know, everything you need to know to get your yard back in shape after the, the huge cold snap. Yes, yeah, so you, you enjoy you, the spring. By garden. then, that's a month from now, isn't it? That's well, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. By three then, weeks you should have some sprouts. And you gosh. should be able to see sprouts. And uh, the gardening's start hard and fast right then. I mean, oh, there's yeah. a hundred things to do. Right now, the, uh, the thing we mentioned last week was uh, aeration and top dressing on your lawn. Yeah. So if you want to look for something a, to do. And we have a new compost that we're doing this really? year. And it's put out by the, uh, the Fox Farm Company. So the lady who's helping with the uh, hot dogs and chips and stuff, uh, she'll be here. So if you actually want to talk uh, about somebody, that, or not about somebody, but to somebody really knowledgeable about soils, uh, she would be able to uh On the 18th or the 25th? Or both? That's the 18th. 18th, okay. Now, that, do, do, do they have, is that product ready to... In other words, if you wanted to pot up some of these tomatoes, well, we've we got a product that we, you can put got directly a, in the we've pot. We've got an organic, an organic potting soil that they produce that's okay. the best, on the, okay. best in the market as far as organics go. Okay. 
And then if you really want it to work, put some Osmocote in that organic fertilizer, organic compost. And then you've got the best of both worlds. And put yeah. your tomatoes in there and stand back. And aerators are much easier to find nowadays than they were just a few years ago. All the, a lot of the Home Depots have my friends, one of our sponsors, Quality Organic, Quality Organic has, yeah. them, has them. Uh, so, um, you know, it's a, fa- a relatively easy job. Even Milton could do it. Milton did it on TV. Even Milton could do it? I can do it just not well. And if yeah. you've got electric wires buried, you better tell me where yeah, they are. You better block them off. Like, yeah, all, that kind of stuff. All I can remember is that Jerry and I are running for shelter. Uh, and know, the photographers. Should we, should we save him? No. Should we let him run through the wire? You offered me nothing. You didn't even wave or stop me. You just kind of ran. <laughs> hey, and Trace also has a plant of the weekend. You have the plant of the weekend in my hand. Um, That's a cutest little plant. It is a type of uh, Yopon holly, so it's a new one called Micron. Got, and I wonder why they that. call it micron. It's got teeny tiny <laughs> yeah, leaves, almost like a a micron. Time. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That does look like that. So the leaves are really, really small, and uh, as Jay mentioned, it's quite cute. And <laughs> it has some applications that a lot of other plants don't. Um, we're looking at, at drought tolerancy, deer resistance, deer resistance, one to two foot tall, and two to three foot wide. And, it's and cute. that's that's after a few years. I would assume that's after a number of years. Yeah. So and so you've got, got they've got examples. Well, the one we're looking at is in a one-gallon container, but there's some got three stages of life over there. Yeah. So one gallon, uh, five gallon, and seven gallon. Those seven gallons are nice and fat. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, it's an interesting look. I like the look of it. You know, when it's bigger. Yeah. It really looks like you don't have to trim it too. Now one thing, if you're if you're moving into a new house and you want you want, and for, and most houses have new houses have low windows. Uh, this is a plant made for low window houses. Now the problem is. Uh, when you plant this plant, realize it's a genetic dwarf, and dwarf means slow growing. It's slower growing, but the 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 upside of that is that you won't have to trim it, cut it back, wear with it after you plant it, and it is a holly, so that means it's it's the best adapted for our local area. So I I, I would say for a new home planting, under under windows and things like that, uh, two feet apart. Depending on the look, sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, because they're going to grow slow. Right, and, and the max are going to be two to three foot wide. So yeah. Two, eight, even 18 inches might even be... Yeah, be better. Yeah, but uh, you know... Because because the deal is, 18 inches, because the deal is, they're going to stay this way for several years. And they got a, they, they got a nice shape, though, too, you. Um, and, and looking at the, the larger oh, size. Oh, yeah. So, you, you know, you maybe don't want them to run together. You know, you, you want to show off that, that shape. shape. Yeah. yeah. That's a, and a, dis- a disciplined grower. It really looks like it's a half ball. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck in the pots. Really cool looking. But I, I, I was, I don't want people to, to get these and then plant them out and then. Leave them 40 years. Leave them 40 years like somebody we know. If I, if I'd have planted this plant 40 years ago, I'd still be in, in good shape probably. But, uh, I use dwarf yield pond, what Kevin talking about. And now it's, uh, over five feet tall. So, Trace, how do they uh, get Micron? Well, they can call up, and again, we've got one gallon, five gallons, seven gallons. Seven gallons are really, really nice. Uh, so they're all different prices, so really coming and looking at them is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Plus, we want you to come in. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't have time or you can't get by in the next few days, you can call the cashier, and we can set some aside. So the number to call is 497-3760. That's the number from Millburgers Nursery, 497-3760. And they'll put some aside for you to pick up in the next couple of days. And the dwarf yopons are right by them, aren't they? They, they are, but I mean, it's, it's looking like night and day compared to the... Oh, the yeah, same, it's the size. Really but what, what I don't want people to do is, is plant these and then in about uh, five or six months call, come back and say, those things haven't grown hardly any. That, ha- that happened with uh, somebody with a native native landscape and they were using uh, dwarf plants. And uh, th- they were all excited because they had native plants and everything and t- for about six to eight months. And then one, one morning they looked out there and it hit, hit them that those were, that was an ugly planting. Oh, you know, and it hadn't grown hardly any and everything else. 
but uh, that's what I don't want to happen here. That's why I'm I'm thinking closer together would closer be better together. for most so people. It's so cute looking. I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. No. I've never, I've never seen these two get so gushy over a, a little holly like that. Any, got, anything holly I like. We got Joe on the line. Like. Oh. Joe's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Joe. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. You guys are doing good, too, I think, huh? Yeah, we're oh, having yeah. fun. All right. Hey, I, I got uh, had a question on my oak tree, and uh, I may have the identity of the bird. Now, I, I just caught just a little bit at the end of the conversation. Is it a grooved bill? Is it a blackbird? Right. Yeah. Okay. There's a bird called an ani, A-N-I, and there's a smooth bill and a grooved, grooved bill, and they come up from Mexico and the south, and they get, I've only seen one in my life. It was in the Corpus area. It's about a 12 to 18 inches long, and huh. it, looks like, it looks like a blackbird, and I've seen it creeping around our trees through our breakfast window, and I know they predate on, on lizards and such. Yeah. So, now, so, they, she, she thought it was as... Larger, as large as a vulture, it certainly is. Uh, uh, honey isn't, but, but that's a good. I don't know. That's, right? a, that's honey, a good guess, it, I think. If it was that large, I don't know. Honey's, they show honey. Honey will get, uh, like I say, it's a, yeah. like a raven or so. Might but, be crow, but, yeah. Yeah, but you, you know, your, your imagine, your imagination get takes, gets taken away when you see those kind of in an isolated situation. Then they start imagining that it's. Uh, yeah, is a, or is dealing with those cats as they describe. Anyway, you said uh, you said it's an A and I. Is that the way yeah, you said? Yeah, A and I. There's a smooth bill, and a. Uh, and a grooved bill. Yeah. Okay. Actually, relatively common down in the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Are you saying that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. I, I, yeah. I never even would have thought of it. That's a good. It's a really a good detective work. Okay. Well, Thanks. I got a, got a question on my newly planted oak tree. Okay. Uh, I had one that just wouldn't grow, and I finally had to take the thing out. And But I planted another one. I planted a Monterey oak. Oh, that's good. Back in the same hole. I dug it that's out good. pretty big. Pretty big. And, and uh, my only concern is... And on one side, there's some pretty solid rock. And what I'm thinking I need to do uh, in this spring is maybe kind of dig a moat around it and get rid of some of that rock and put some topsoil and expand that uh, hole that was planted in. I want to bounce that off. No, no. Yeah, yeah Monterey Oak doesn't need that, that much uh, concern about it. Okay. It'll find its way. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, but you, you want, the, water isn't, the water won't sit there, though, will it? The drains. Well, I, yeah, I... I I had the hole open for a while before the guys brought the tree in, and I put a lot of water in it to kind of settle it down and see the old root system and get those out. And the water will uh, the water will drain down. It's kind of slow, but it'll drain down. Yeah. Okay, now you didn't, when you planted it, can you still see the top of the root ball? Uh, it's covered with mulch. But, oh, okay, but uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you can, it, it, yeah. you don't want to plant those too deep. Yeah, especially not in that situation where the, the drainage is not as fast as it uh, could be. Yeah, well, I, I, I tested too with a probe and, seems like it's going down it's already lost its leaves. it was planted about five or six months ago and uh anyway it's it's lost its leaves and some leaves are already coming back so good did you and, what did you backfill with just the regular dirt uh, that you took no, out no no some topsoil and some garden soil they they planted it and uh i dug all that other old stuff out and got rid of it and it had okay. like a, the root ball uh they it had like a, a foot or so or around all around the root, root ball they put it in and they put some some you know, garden soil or whatever in there. So oh, it's planted by a professional? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay. See, well, we're, we're, we really, we usually don't recommend that you replace the native soil, especially in a well-adapted tree like that, oh. because that drainage thing is really pretty scary. You know, if, if you create a well, the yeah. water gets in, can't get out, and then your oak tree, a tough one like a, a Monterey oak, will hang on, 
but it, it really doesn't doesn't prosper in a situation like that. But it sounded like he he had put water in the hole and, before. And it drained. And yeah, drained so up. it sounded like he had good yeah, drainage. Yeah, I hope that's the case. Yeah. That's a, that's a well adapted tree. That thing will grow in, in solid stone, so you don't all need right. to go to all that trouble. Yeah, the other one was a live oak, I believe. So. Yeah. Yeah, live oaks have a tendency to sit and stare at you for a few years. For well, sure. this thing this thing was like seven eight years old, huh. and when I dug it out, the roots were like in a knot, like in a ball. They didn't go out very much at all. Huh? Yeah, they were. Like a, did like you plant? Did you plant it, or was no, it just, no, it, did it, it just come a, up? No, this is a tree that uh, was planted by the builder. Oh, okay. It was okay. a new, new home, and and uh, right across the driveway there was a there's a red oak, and it's doing great. So. Yeah, I've I've seen <laughs> I've I've seen that with uh, new houses, and uh, when my daughter first moved down here, they had a had a live oak, and and I, I watched that thing for three or four years, and it never would grow. And so finally, it was a uh, live oak, and I just pulled it out, you know, and put a yeah. put a more desirable tree in there. But you, know, you, you sound like you're doing everything right. How often did they say to water it? Uh, at, at first, they said just keep it watered every so often and make sure it didn't get dry and put uh, put some kind of root stimulator in, which I've done some yeah. of that. Also, also watered right at the at the base. In other words, right at the base of the tr- trunk so the root ball gets wet so the, there you go so the root ball uh, gets wet good well that's that's what i have been doing so okay good deal right. it's gonna it's gonna grow and do good for you all right appreciate all right. the help guys thank you for calling and giving us a bird yeah, yeah that was a great report yeah all right thanks you take care let's take a break while we do give us a call 308-8867 308-8867 toll free 866-308-8867 more milberger's gardening south texas is coming up on 9 30 a.m the answer Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to give you some tips right now. Millburgers is a place to go for all your gardening needs. Maybe you're thinking that gardening really doesn't begin in San Antonio to the spring. Well, you're wrong. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find great selection of winter color, whether it's pansies or cyclamen or snapdragon, or maybe there's something else that you find at Millburgers that'll bring beautiful color to your yard. And right now at Millburgers, fresh shipments of trees are arriving each day. You'll find great selections of shade trees, fruit trees, pecan trees, crepe myrtles, you name it. If it grows in this area and does well in South Texas, Millburgers carries the widest selection of different sizes of all kinds of trees. Now, here's one more tip. MillburgerNursery.com. Head on over to the website to find out everything that's going on at Millburgers, plus get some great advice on gardening in South Texas. That's MillburgerNursery.com, part of Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. If you still not refinance your mortgage, well, soon you may be kicking yourself in the head. Hi, I'm Wesley Hilton with Westland Financial, and interest rates have gone up recently and will continue to rise, but they're still at historical lows, so don't delay. Let us lower your monthly payment, consolidate a first and second, pay off other debt, or drop you into a 15-year loan with no closing costs. That's right, nothing's rolled into your loan. We'll pay for your appraisal, title, underwriting, settlement fee, everything. Do not miss out on this historic opportunity. Whether it's a purchase or refinance, you'll pay no closing costs. You won't spend a dime. Think about it. All it takes is a five-minute phone call to find out how we can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. And by the way, Westland Financial now is proud to offer reverse mortgages for our clients over 62. So call us at 888-455-3669. The only way you can lose money is not to call Westland Financial. That's 888-455-3669. 888-455-3669. Westland Financial Corp. is located at 200 East Sandpoint Avenue, Suite 800, Santa Ana, California, 9207. Westland Financial Corp. is located at 200 East Sandpoint City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Animal City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Animal City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. a.m. The Answer has put together the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack. Register now at 930amtheanswer.com. And one lucky couple will win it all. A Valentine's Day box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. A couple's massage from Spa Desante. A carriage ride in downtown San Antonio from the Yellow Rose Carriage Company. And look great on the dance floor after a lesson from Arthur Murray San Antonio. See the full list of rules and register now at 930amtheanswer.com. 
Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless? Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out the website at kyolic.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 308-8867. 308-8867. And Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing good. Nice to you. Doing terrific. Nice day. Nice day is a nice day. Get out and kill some weeds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my question. Is I have a, a lot of these uh, green clumps growing up out of my uh, carpet grass. And it's like they popped up in just the last three days. Yeah. They're, 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 are, they, they're are, they, are they grass or are they broadly? Yes. They, uh, they look like a grass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if, if it was my, in my lawn, it's rescue grass. Is it mm-hmm. kind of a coarse screen, coarse blade? Yes, sir. I think that's probably it, what it is then. It kind of grows up in clumps. It's like in one area, there'll be about, you know, 10 clumps of it, and over here, there may be three or four. And, uh, but, you know, it gets bigger, uh, kind of multiplies, and doesn't be hard to pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you let it. It's got a taproot. When you pull it out, it's got a taproot, doesn't it? And when you, mm-hmm. uh, if you let it. No, it's a long root to go down. If you let it down. prosper for like nine years in a row, you'll end up with a complete lawn like I've got from the, in the wintertime. And what's the, the best way to treat it? Uh, Pre emergent. Uh, in about September 1. He's talking about now. Oh, now. Um, uh, weed. Well, I, can't, I can't find my. What that weed killer is we recommend for this time of the year. Um, hmm. It's a, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried it's, a, it's, top, a, it's a grassy weed. Will it, will mm. it kill it? Yeah. A grassy weed? Mm. Without hurting the lawn? Yeah. Okay. Um, like a weed be gone for southern yeah. lawns? Or? Yeah, right. Well, no, you got to be. Weed be gone well, if you got any green lawn in there. No. That's specific for grasses. Yeah. Oh, weed be gone. No, weed be gone won't, won't do very well on it. No. Rescue grass. If that's what you got. Yeah. Hey. Well, it's a grass, so. Grass? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, now there there also is a is it is the blade does it, it look like a, a barnyard grass or does it look like a lawn grass or does it is it fleshier? Does it look more like a bald grass? Uh, more like I guess a bald grass. I mean, it, okay. It, it yeah, I think that's pop. a little different. That 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 Jerry's Jerry's chemical uh, herbicide that he's trying to think of may may deal with that. I think I don't think that is rescue grass. I think that is more of a. Um, I don't know what the, the name of it is, but it, it looks like it. Weed uh, free lawn. lawn. That's uh, what it's called. Weed, weed free, oh, that's the product? Weed free lawn? Yeah, weed free lawn. Look, yeah, look at the lawn. label. Look at the label on that weed free lawn and see if... And that's the one that can be used in cooler weather. Okay. So that, that would be uh, your best choice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I looked it up online. It looks like at the base of it also, you know, besides having a, a hard taproot on it, it's, it's white, like right at the bottom where it's on the ground. Yeah. 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 And yeah. does goosegrass grow in South Texas? What is it called? Goosegrass. Goose yes, yeah, goosegrass. Yes, it is actually. Yeah, I've got might that might be called goosegrass in fact. Okay. But uh, you can 
It's too bad you don't have any of it. You could te- you could uh, kind of test it on there and see if it affects it. But okay, yeah, if you got a small container of it. Uh, of that product, and then it works for so many other things right. that it might be worthwhile. You know, uh, Jerry really has good luck with be- with bed straw. Works on dandelions, works on thistles. So uh, okay. uh, you might you might want to give it a try. Let uh, let us know the results. Okay, okay. I sure will. Thanks, well, thanks Steve. Weed weed free zone. Weed free zone. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, sir. Bert's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm just listening to y'all. And, uh, I, I called last week, but I neglected because after I talked to you, I heard you talking about tomatoes. And I was wondering, uh, Roma has more pulp than most. Is there a good Roma for my balcony, a container uh, varietal? Uh, well, yeah, uh, the Roma... Uh, uh, the you know Roma is a common tomato that's sold here in the spring. Uh, we had a, a, a Roma surprise that we used in the in the fall because it was so fast maturing and did well. But uh, we have to save the seed of that. So uh, and then most people in the spring want a uh, want a want a uh, large fruited tomato. So we don't diddle with it in the spring like we do in the fall. Right. So, uh, but you, so you, you, your best bet would be to just get a, a tomato variety called Roma. Okay, no, nothing special after that. No numbers no, or anything. No, 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 no. Like you may have, you, you may have three or four different selections of Roma. Of Roma. Well, I, mean, I guess not at every at every nursery world have it. No. But. Yeah, well, I'm on finances right now, and y'all don't say to plan anything just yet. So, and, I, and I've looked at some of the home stores, supply garden and stuff, and I don't see anybody having uh, Romas out yet. So. I no, this is, this is early. Roma, it's Roma winter. Out in, huh? It's still winter. <laughs> well, that's what I, was, <laughs> I was figuring maybe the first week of March people might Yeah, oh, that, you're, you're right on the money. That's right. All right, so thank you all very much. And, uh, okay, thank you for calling. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks, Bert. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. I want to mention coming up Wednesday, February the 8th, uh, we'll have a, a great speaker and a great topic, uh, Mary Iris, uh, the uh, horticulturist and author will be presenting a fascinating history of of tomatoes, potatoes, and chili peppers uh, that originated in the New World territories of Central America, Mexico, and the Andes, but soon they found that place in the cuisine of, of cultures around the globe. And uh, she'll be speaking at the San Antonio Garden Center this coming Wednesday. Uh, it begins at, uh, they'll have a coffee and social at... And that's an extra very interesting topic. So uh, go on over there to the uh, to the uh, San Antonio Garden Center on this coming Wednesday, February the eighth, and, and be there around nine thirty or no later than ten. And uh, and hear uh, what Mary has to say about uh, tomatoes, potatoes, and chili peppers. So uh, that that's going to be an interesting program. Yeah, it sounds like it. And and uh, to see Millburger Security Guard. I did. I saw <laughs> Kind of young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was joking. There was a, a kiddo. Who, how old do you think he was? Oh, I think three, going yeah. four, maybe. And he had a had a holster on with his you know, hands uh, by himself. When we when we were young, we yeah. we played co- yeah. uh, guns, cowboys, and Indians all the time. Kids don't do it. I don't think kids do it as much now. No, that's yeah. violent. Oh. That's why you're so violent, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm a You probably even shot at people and, and, and thought, you, thought you killed them or something. And they played dead. We did. Hey, uh, Betty Call didn't have time to stay on the line because we're kind of, um, and I'm wondering, have you guys seen any artichokes out there? And if so, is it time to plant them? Oh, you're pointing to them. Oh, okay, so that's a yes. <laughs> okay, so Betty, the answer is yes. And I'm guessing if they've got them, it's time to plant them? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially after the hard freeze, yeah, they, they, really. can, they can take a pretty good freeze. Yeah. But uh, uh, this would be a safe time to plant them. Okay, where are they again? Though the big ones in front yeah, of us. Yeah, kind of see that whiskey first whiskey barrel. Oh yeah, look at that. And that plant to the left, and then the one in the whiskey barrel artichoke. Okay, are those perennials? Will they do you have to plant each year? Or? They're two years, semi-perennial. Yeah, or a year and a half. Year and a half. Okay. I mean, to get a, to get the the crop you want. Oh, oh the boom. Okay. But as big as those are, they have to go through one one growing. Yeah, season. that's true. They'll they'll do the they've gone through the half growing season already, so they'll they should boom this year. You get the artichoke, the fancy thing that you pull the leaves off and dip in butter and yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. But by, most people don't grow them because one the one artichoke plant can get extremely large. Oh. And have lots of artichokes. And then you wonder, what the hell am I going to do with all these artichokes? <laughs> well, the booms are spectacular. Yeah. So that, that's, pretty, why, that's the main yeah. thing you grow. Purple, yeah. nice all right, well, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. We've had a great show. We appreciate Carlo back at the station helping everybody, uh, helping us uh, get all the calls on the air. Lots of folks. And appreciate you, too. Uh, when we asked for you to contribute, you called in, and we're, we're helpful, and that's always great. It makes the show that much better. So we're going to be back here next Saturday and Sunday at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bovody Road. See you then on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.